Is it legal to send an over, undercover Canadian police officer into a United States prison? I don't know. But in the world of death warrant, that's what happens. Van Dam is a officer who follows a dangerous criminal to the States named the Sandman. And after shooting the Sandman uh, and capturing him and getting him arrested, apparently he lived. Uh, he took a bunch of the chess. He's quite invincible. He's a tall, ugly man who can take many shots to the chest. Uh, after this, uh, Van Dam is recruited by another group to go to a prison where they suspect there is a serial killer on site. He's there to figure out what's causing the problem. This prison is the worst place to be. So I actually really like this movie. I remember watching it before and not even that long ago, I think within the last year and thinking that's okay. I, and I, I went into it ready for some martial arts and it's really light on the martial arts. There is some, but not a ton. It opens uh, with a tiny bit of martial arts. Then he goes to jail and then at the end, there's a tiny bit of martial arts. Uh, but anyway, the Sandman's the big bad guy here. But he doesn't show up again for a while. So he's going to prison to find a serial killer. And uh, there's people being stabbed in the back of the head. He's learning to cope with uh, different races. And there's racism in the prison. The guards aren't particularly great. And he makes a friend by the name of Hawkins, who is basically read from Shawshank uh, a little more unsavory than red, but not much. I don't know. He's basically red and because he's the guy who's able to get things, he's making bullets, you know, he knows people, but then there's another guy that Hawkins introduces him to named priest and priest is awesome it's this guy, um, let me see if I can, uh, Abdul Salam El Razak. I apologize if I pronounced that incorrectly. He plays priest and he is so good and charismatic and just otherworldly in this movie. Um, the other thing is he's like um, a prison, I guess the word would be pimp. There are a group of uh, trans sex workers in the prison that work under priest and i the movie actually and i don't know that this is the case or it was on purpose or even that this is true because it's 1990 but i feel like this movie does a pretty good job of being respectful about the trans people in the movie they're just there right they're they're not to be made fun of or gross or presented that way or you know they're just part of the system and they're just part of the cast and van damme doesn't make fun of them or anything and they help van damme out and one of them loses their life i just I, and i could be wrong someone who's trans could watch it and maybe see something that i don't see because you know when i'm willing to be wrong but i just i thought it was kind of surprising well 
on he has a handler essentially because he is undercover who's played by Cynthia Gibbs. She plays Amanda Beckett, who is working for a guy named Bob Keen and um some other old dude. I don't remember other old dude's name. Anyway, but she comes to find out through there's this sequence with this hilariously horny boy who's a hacker that helps her. And he's like over the top horny. And I've seen him in something else. I don't know. He's ridiculous, but it kind of fits the, the movie. But she finds out that actually what's happening is they're, the guards are actually in on killing the prisoners and selling their organs. And so the, the serial killer isn't actually one killer. There's a couple of henchmen that are prisoners that do the guards bidding, I guess, for money or favors or, you know, I don't know what, turning a blind eye. And uh, so once they figure this out, uh, basically the person who's doing it is the guy actually running the operation that sent Van Dam in there to begin with. Old man, whose name I couldn't remember. He basically started doing this sort of organ farming to save his wife who was dying. And then afterwards he realized how much money you could make. So he just kept doing it. But then you ask why be in charge of the task force that's going to send Van Damme into the prison to figure out what's going on. And what I think is the governor was talking about it because this is what happened. The governor's a reelection year and the governor wants to get reelected and prisons are on the, you know, concerned list, you know, of things that people are concerned about. And so I think our our villain here volunteers in order to cover his own butt. And when it starts going south, he trans like so he's a Canadian Van Damme's Canadian police officer. So nobody in the prison knows that he's a police officer until the Sandman gets transferred there. Everybody knows the Sandman. They refer to him as the man. And Sandman let it leaks that, indeed, Van Damme is a cop. And not even Hawkins is wanting to protect him. He says it's too late. But in the end, Hawkins turns the corner, and with the help of Priest, they try to escape. Um, unfortunately, Priest dies, and it's such a bummer, because he's a really cool character, and he's got this deep voice. It's awesome. Um He's great. But then, you know, they end up escape. He ends up escaping and the basically the prisoners all die. They never actually even they never even address what happens to the guy who's running the whole thing on the outside. I just realized that. Well, we'll wait for the sequel. Uh, so the final fight is between Sandman and Van Dam. Sandman, Van Dam. They fight. And there's a point, though, this there's a, a gif like we all over on the movie draft house. We talk about hard target, how it has the meme with the snake and him spanking it and eating the tail off. This one has another one, which is Van Damme doing both arms sort of in that pose of like, look at my muscles. And he's screaming for the Sandman as the as he turns. It's very iconic. Uh, that's in this movie. And then he fights the Sandman. But during the fight, the Sandman is an idiot. He opens like a a boiler or something and Van Damme watches him open it and then just kicks him inside. And we think that's the end, but a flaming burnt, disgusting Sandman or comes out and they fight a little more, but Van Damme kicks him and his head hits this like pipe 
thing and it like jabs into his brain and he's dead. And, and basically Van Damme walks off with the girl. We never find out what happens with the people who are running the thing, but I imagine she breaks a story or whatever. I don't know. Who cares? So I actually like this movie more than I remember. I, as I'm watching, I'm like, this is actually pretty good. I remember it being dark and it is, but it's not as dark as I remember it being. I remember it just being kind of hard to watch dark, but maybe it's, I've seen so many darker things that, it doesn't bother me anymore. Uh, but there isn't a lot of martial arts, but there is a ton of Van Damme. Uh, so because of that, I am going to give it four out of five Van Dams. I, I, it did, if, if there were more martial arts, it'd be a five. If there were a little less Van Damme, it'd be a three. It's just kind of right there in the middle of being... I think this is a point where... The movie's better than the Van Damme rating. I think this is actually a good thriller, but not a good martial arts movie. You can't kill me, Burke. I'm the Sandman. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.